0: Jeremy it's award season it's award season people are just winning stuff left and right and although really it's there's a lot more losing than there is winning if you think about it well
1: both like literally and kind of figuratively but we're not gonna get into that today instead we're gonna focus on just the Oscars because you know we do movies and stuff although I would love to do a Grammy's episode someday and today I have titled this the story Dolan Oscar episode because I want it to sound more mm. like a caper.
0: <laughs> yeah, like uh, like hijinks have ensued.
1: Yeah, yeah, like I want it to feel like a like a, like that good when not, like in the nineties when they had those good like everything was National Treasure before National Treasure even existed movies.
0: Ooh, I like that. I like yeah, that. Yeah, so yeah. it's like it's like Speed as an award ceremony. Exactly,
1: that's exactly what I want this to be.
0: <laughs> mm, mm. Yeah, I don't know. Well, it jumps that chasm, but you know I don't know if it works otherwise. Uh, how you doing, buddy? It's been a couple. We 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 had to skip last week. How you how you holding up there? You good? Everything great?
1: I'm good, man. It's a it's a beautiful day here in South Cacklecca, Chucktown. Um, uh, you are a very kind co-host and was gracious with me forgetting we were doing this today because I was out on the bike because time is not real and I just do what I want. So,
0: <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, this is the sweatiest episode we've ever done uh, thankfully yeah. thankfully you don't have to see it
1: i was gonna say usually because we do have some funny banter things happen like between us that are sometimes visual and i'm like oh you know someday we should just do the instagram live or the joe rogan like just record ourselves and put it on the internet's thing um and we probably will eventually today is one of those days where i am i'm very happy we're not and so are you listener so are
0: I think though I got to give ourselves a little shout out for for a little love we've been having, which is this is uh this is the end of the first week of movie dole.
1: Yeah, being,
0: being a thing. So fans of the show who don't follow us on Twitter and whatnot, we uh we cooked up a little. We're we're game nerdy movie people, and I'll be candid. I was I spent months thinking about an idea since Wordle launched or since Wordle trended. I've been thinking like, what's a Wordle for movies? And actually, JT and I we had like. We had this idea. Remember when it was like, hey, maybe you name a movie and if you get the right actor it turns yellow and if you get yeah. you know. And so we sort of like play tested ourselves over Zoom and it never really clicked. And then something popped in my head and now we launched MovieDoll. We we built MovieDoll as a little side side hustle thing and and it's up and running moviedoll.app check it out. Give us a give us your thoughts, share share with the group.
1: Yeah, it's like kind of taking off right now, and it should because it's actually a ton of fun. Even though like I was involved with it, I I still play it every day. And it's the word movie DLE dot app. Just to make sure people know, um, it's awesome. And like what's the, the best thing is like a lot of our listeners and just friends have been playing, and they're like mad they can't play more. And I'm like, that's the greatest feedback you could get as a game person right. like, if you are involved in making a game, and people are just like, I wish I could do it more. It's like, yeah, that's okay, good nailed it so yeah it's been a lot of fun and i'm very happy that i got to be a part of it and it's neat man it's neat
0: nice well i think we should probably dive into the meat the substance the body of work the the show the the content (laughs) the episode the rigmarole no no that was the wrong one no all
1: Yeah, so so the Stolen Oscar episode, so what we're actually going to do is we're going to focus on best picture. And so it's not that it was stolen. Snub is probably a better version of that. Um, stolen was just more fun. So the the orienting factor is somebody wins every year, and in a lot of years, there's probably more than one movie that probably could have won. Um, sometimes there's been some years where there was a couple where it was like, eh. Uh, but what we've done is we're leaning into our personal opinion. Right. So this is not some weird film review. We're not like pretending to be members of the Academy, but our personal opinions as to when something won and there was a very specific other film from that year that should have won best picture. Is that fair, Jer?
0: Yeah, basically it's somewhere between was it snubbed? And for me, it's somewhere between like, was it snubbed originally slash did it really hold up as a right choice over time? which is not fully fair because Mm. something about, you know, the the more I study the craft of film in my spare moments a day and and listen to other podcasts and watch YouTube criticisms of things, the more I start to really understand and and lean further into it's okay that the thing was hot at the time and it's time ended possibly like literally the day after the Oscars. And we never talked about that movie ever again. I have one of those. Uh, That's, That's actually okay. Like we don't have to say they were wrong because at the time they might not have been wrong, but I, but for me in this episode, I'm definitely including some of those where I get why it was the decision and I maintain that it was the wrong decision versus I get why that was the decision and I'm kind of okay with it.
1: Okay. Interesting. Yeah. I didn't, look at it like that. I don't think, like now I'm looking at everything. I don't want to make sure that that's true. I think that's true. I don't think I looked at it like that. I think I literally just sort of went like, what won? What was it against? Were any of those significantly better movies? Like arguably better movies. And there's a couple where I'm kind of like, like, dude, there's a couple years, which we'll get into when we start moving, where I was like, oh, wow, like any one of these could have won. And I feel like, I would have been like, yeah, all right. Like, and there's one year in particular I think we'll probably get into. Um, but then there was like other years where like I was looking around and I'm like there was two movies that could have won and the one that won was maybe one of them and there's clearly another one that should have been the winner.
0: Yeah, I got. I, I think we have similar perspectives. I am curious as to that year because I have one of those years as well and uh, we'll, we'll see where it comes to when we do the show. Now, JT, do you know who's turn it is this week? Absolutely not. All right. Well, then it does happen to be mine. Again, I'm going to just keep using this when I want to. If I want to go first, I'll just make myself first. But I am actually being honest about it so far. Or if I'm not being honest, I'm being incorrect. I definitely. So I'm. So I'm. My intents are pure to follow some rule of some kind. Sure. Now, do you have. Actually, I have a pre Shawshank this week.
1: Okay. What's that mean?
0: I want to give out sort of an honorary entry here. Okay. And cuz I'm going to guess it's a year, like it's one of these things where I've seen one of the movies that I'm going to pick, I haven't seen the other, so it's not really a fair thing and it doesn't really it, it's just wonky. I'm just going to do this wonky little thing JT if I can. Okay? Sure. This could accidentally step over something, but I'm I'm willing to risk it. Okay. The year is 1927. Yep, you're good. It is the first ever Academy Awards. Okay. And they picked this movie wings, which I have not seen and having read about it and read about why it won and all these things seems like actually it was quite a good movie. It's right. IMDb ratings, like a seven one or something like that. Pretty good. And then I looked at who else was up for it. And by the way, at the time it was like four people picking and it was like, you, you have to have this quote here. I gotta, I gotta read this to you really fast. If I may, is that, uh, the first Academy Awards were hosted by, uh, were created by Louis B. My- Mayer, 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 uh, and he basically said the easiest way to—I um, got the quote wrong, so I, I thought I had pasted it, but I forgot—the easiest way to wrangle these 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 actors who apparently were real pains in the butts to work with back then was to throw trophies at them, and that is how they started the Academy Awards. But they, this year they picked this movie Wings, and it, which seems like it's a fine pick, but this happened to be the year of uh, Metropolis, which is like an IMDb 250, one of the greatest movies of all time, groundbreaking in every way, sets the tone for all sorts of movies to follow. And because of the way they were doing the awards then, which was literally like me being like, JT is my best of people, so he wins the best people award kind of thing. <laughs> I think... In today's world where there's a larger Academy and there's votes happening, I think Metropolis would have won, deserves to win, and in my head will, because of this episode, my little homework here, goes down in my my brain as the honorary winner of the first ever Best Picture at the first ever Academy Awards for 1927.
1: I don't think that's wonky. I think that's fun. Good for you. That was a good time. I enjoyed that. Okay.
0: Okay. So now the Shawshank where we, for reasons you'll have to go back to the first episode, pick a thing that we really care about and then don't talk about it because of weird rules. I have a Shawshank this week. Do you? I do too. Okay. Um, I guess in the, the, the there's there's not a lot of clue giving because the years. So
1: what I did this week is I have a, my five words are about the movie that won and the movie that should have won. And I'm trying to like kind of basically try to be cheeky and funny. And I, I'm not trying to trick you. I'm trying to give it to you because I don't want to talk about like cast and all that stuff. I just want to give you like a thing and then talk about why the movie that one shouldn't have.
0: Fair enough. My five words are again, I just play with the titles. It's fine. So, so my okay, so it's just a movie, no year because the year is just the full on giveaway, right? Yep. So I will give you, um, parties amongst feral dogs parties
1: amongst feral dogs oi um parties amongst well, I, i'll
0: give you a different word parties amongst dogs <laughs> is dog's is dog's is dog's ancestors really nice.
1: Oh, this is the Dances with Wolves thing, right?
0: Correct. So the year is nineteen ninety. Yep. Dances with Wolves wins Best Picture. Yep. Now, now this is where I my style this week was. I leave it as a do you can you guess what what I would think should have been the Best Picture because I'm going to go down with I think this is the the single biggest miss of all time by the Academy.
1: Yeah. So this is one where so I have to be candid. This is in the research. This came up. And Dances with Wolves is a movie that I remember being a huge deal. Um, maybe that's because I lived in a house with a single mother who probably loved Kevin Costner. Because, you know, everybody did. Um,
0: you're, you're right. It was a huge deal. It was an absolutely huge deal of an, an epic phenomenon.
1: Yeah. I don't remember that movie. I know I've seen it, but I don't remember anything about it. So I'm not going to be able to tell you I don't think... But I know that there's like one specific movie that everybody's like, how in God's name did that not beat that? I just can't remember which one it is.
0: That would be good, fellas.
1: Yep, that's the one. <laughs>
0: yep. And the thing is, this is that example. Dances with Wolves was the biggest thing of all. I mean, everybody talked about it. You got you walked around the Tatunka, which went uh Buffalo in Cree. I can't remember which uh which which language they were speaking. Um and about a day after No one's ever talked about Dances with the Wolves ever again. You never talk about this movie. Nobody's ever talked about this movie. It disappeared. It has no rewatchability. It's fine. I think I saw it when it came out in the theaters. And there's no way that Goodfellas, one of the greatest films of all time, Scarsese's best work by a long shot, every actor in that movie's best work by a long shot, absolutely rewatchable, stands the test of time. Uh, Goodfellas deserves the win here. And I think this is the end of the era where movies like Goodfellas couldn't win best picture awards. And they, they did more of these epics and the sweeping dramas and things like that, as opposed to Goodfellas, which had the, you know, the F bomb more times than any other movie before it ever had had. Right. So I think Goodfellas got penalized for not fitting in the mold. And this is way over talking on the category of the Shawshank, but that's my strong feeling had to say it, say it thing.
1: Okay. I, I t- totally accepted. T- think it's totally fair. And dances with wolves is one of the ones where like, I remember looking at the list of who won that year and going, I'm sure that that wasn't the best movie, but I didn't, I didn't see it, but my memory of it was that it was a big deal. So maybe it actually is a really good movie. And I just don't know that. And so obviously I just assumed good fellows was better. I think there was another one that year too, where I was like, that's probably better too, but I didn't remember. So fair enough. Okay, I have a a Shawshank 2. Okay. So this is the the way that five words... I'm really only going to do the Shawshank to give you the five words so the rest of them are a little bit easier. So the five words for this are competing runners over stealing architect.
0: Competing runners is probably chariots of Fire, fire. Yep. Which, by the way, this is in my top five. But wait, over which? What's the other? Thieving Architect. Thieving Architect. Okay, yeah. So I have in my top five, Charity of Fire beats Raiders. As Okay. Uh, so
1: then, since you go first, I'm happy to, to give the floor to you because when I was going through my list of this, this one just looked I, – like, I looked at this, and this is the one time where I'm using a little bit of the nostalgic view, which is, at the time, you didn't know that everything would just be Raiders from here on out. Like, you had no way of knowing that. But the reason I'm right. Shawshanking it is because – that's what happened. <laughs> like I agree. no one's ever remade Chariots of Fire in any capacity at all. And instead, re- ev- almost every movie that has anything to do with stealing action or history is doing some version of Raiders to some extent.
0: Oh, for, I mean, look, we talked about Raiders in the Spielberg episode. I, yep. That's why it's in my top five. And I can reduce this to leave it as a Shawshank to, just down to, this is, again, the example, Chariots of Fire is the sweeping drama. It's beautifully done. I've seen it. And it actually holds up in a pretty good way. I saw it, I think, 10, 15 years ago. But it sort of doesn't matter because Raiders does this iconic thing with movies. And right. it changes, you know, between Star Wars in 77 and Raiders in 81, you've fundamentally changed... What action movies are, and Raiders is probably the one that really grows them up the most. You could argue that you know Marion's role is pretty pretty weak, but you know I don't think she is. Like I, I think, and, and having read about some of the cutscenes, I could have had a little more care now. Actually, but um, I agree. I think it's a good pick, bud. Okay. I'm, I'm I'm leaving it. Yeah, I'll move something else into my top five. I'm sure you're. I'm sure that's devastating for you. <laughs> <laughs> more movies to talk about me. How could I? Okay. I'm trying to figure out if there's an order I want to do these in or not, but I don't really have one. So they're just kind of, they'll come in just some random, random order. Okay. Perfect. So I want to try to switch my five words to be a bit more like yours because I really like what you did. So I'm going to kind of wing it if that's all right with you. Beautiful. Let's go with. Masculine avian over <laughs> car neck injury.
1: <laughs> uh so I have avian man over car accident injury. This is not on my Whoa. top. Five. That's amazing. This is not my top five. Um, but it's just sort of um to be honest, I don't have a top five. I just did a bunch of them and went eh all of these are good, with like two or three exceptions. So this is whiplash from 2014, losing to Birdman.
0: Correct. And so we'll agree that the word over does not count in our five-word count. Correct. It's a freebie. You get a freebie. All right. Yeah, so Birdman was good, and there's some pioneering filmmaking in it, and Keaton is amazing in it. Amazing. And it's well-directed. It's good in every way. But without getting too wordy about it, Whiplash is just plain better in everything it does. Whiplash is more dramatic. It's more intense. The characters are more vivid; they're portrayed phenomenally. I don't love what's his name. Um, who's the main guy? Miles uh, Teller. Miles Teller's not my favorite, but in this, he's amazing. He's perfect. Love him in it. Yeah, it redefines J.K. Simmons, who who was sort of already iconic as um, as the Spider Man, as uh, <laughs> J. Jonah Jameson, and yeah. was already iconic before that from Oz. Like, but but it let him just be a, yet another thing, and it's such a well done film. And it also is interesting filmmaking technique, right? This is Linzel really doing some cool stuff with movies. Now I'll give Birdman that nod that like, I think it's a 14 minute long single take is a, as an amazing thing in a movie, but it's also not more amazing than the one of children of man with Clive Owen and Jodie Foster, you know, 10 years prior, which yep. is a 12 minute long action scene. So I got, I got with some whiplash. I got, I got some whiplash love to give out. That's all I'm saying.
1: Yeah, the reason this was on my, I think you said everything. My big thing was, uh, listen, Alejandro Iñárritu deserved Best Director, and that's where this should have ended. Because Whiplash is fundamentally a better film. Hard stop. Right? Like, that's just the truth. Like, I I think Alejandro Iñárritu was amazing, and I think he deserved Best Director for this. Because it was, from a directorial standpoint, totally innovative and interesting and different and... The way he shot it and the, I mean, everything about it was very, very cool. But it wasn't a better movie than Whiplash because Whiplash was a better movie without all of that stuff. And that's how you know it was unbelievable. Like, Whiplash is probably one of the best films to come out in the past 10 to 20 years. And this one was robbery. Like, this one was a bummer. I, I get it. But again, row 2, give the man the best director. They sh- it should have been nominated and it probably should have been close. But Whiplash wins.
0: Yeah. I'll give Keenan best actor. I'll give, I I didn't recall that name. Uh, Although I will say I think, I think Linzel's worthy of like silver medal kind of thing. It's like and it's a close second.
1: Yeah, I think he's a, listen, I think he's a close second for director and I think this is a close second for for, for picture. Like this is a great movie and it was really well done, but the reason it was so good was because of how it was directed. It was also acted wonderfully, but like you can't tell me it wasn't I don't know. To me, it's not it's not arguable. Like to me, Whiplash is clearly the better movie and the direction that Alejandro took is really weird and it was different. And so that would make filmmakers go, yeah, that's awesome. Right. Whereas Linzel nailed it in the way you're supposed to nail it. The reason that's exciting is because so few people do. Right. Alejandro did something completely innovative and nailed it, we think, because so few people have done it. And so that to me feels like a creative twist. And I could see how he gets the award for that.
0: Well, Whiplash suffers, I think from a similar thing that actually Goodfellas suffered from. So Goodfellas was very, very poorly understood at the time in that people really disliked it in a lot of ways. Like they loved it and disliked it at the same time. Cause the last act is hard. It's, yeah. it's, it's awful. It's a descent in every way. And apparently I've been learning more about the movie is that it was entirely designed to portray life as a, someone who becomes a Coke addict and then all of the, the downward spiral that they go through. Good job. Yeah. Well done. Unlikable. Right. Right. And I think whiplash has some similarities in that even everybody's unlikable. There's nobody likable in the movie. The protagonist is too, um, too obsessed. He's, he's rude to people. He, you know, he, He's, he's on the girl. Uh, he's arrogant. You got J.K. Simmons is un- very unlikable, like the anti-hero where you just can't take your eyes off him, but he's terrible. And the dad sex, right? Like Paul Reiser does a nice job as this really mediocre dad who's just kind of always doing the you should, you should do something different with your life kind of thing. And the last bit of this movie, I think, is done so well to show what that obsession with greatness is meant to be. That because he goes in this sort of spiral also, I think it left viewers with like, eh, kind of feeling. And those don't often win Best Pictures. And I think when you look back on those movies, you tend to be like, oh, that, that was the right one. Listen,
1: I, the the only thing that I would add to that is I think a lot of people that I saw it would agree that if you ask them how they feel about Whiplash, they would probably say, not my tempo. My turn. <laughs> Love it. Love it. (laughs) All right. So this is my one super cheeky pick, but I want to get it out of the way. Uh, So (laughs) fighting, timing, questing, musicking, lost
0: to, dancing. Okay. Let me get all those words one more time. Fighting, timing,
1: questing, musicking. Lost to dancing. And I'm sorry, are you doing about the plot or about the title? So it's it's kind of both. In the, in this instance, it's both
0: for all of for, for for them. This is a this is a cheater pick, just to be clear. It's gonna be hard. It's okay. So it refers to both. So it's not I shouldn't think just of the title, I should think of the movie. Or movies, maybe, in this one instance. <laughs> movies. It's funny because I, I have an interesting pick that the Dancing Clue may put this in a similar spot. All right. One more time. Fighting, timing. Questing, musicking,
1: lost to dancing.
0: Fighting. Or singing. You could say singing I, or dancing. Man, I, I, I almost don't want to say the one I'm thinking only because it could be the one I picked. Fighting, so, so don't
1: thing. then, because I'm I'm being okay. very cheeky, very cheeky. Yeah,
0: can you turn the cheek down like five percent and, and give me another?
1: One? No, because unfortunately, it's it's literally like the the way that this particular pick is going to go. It needs to be cheeky.
0: Needs to be cheeky. Uh, dancing. So dancing, dancing movie, movie about dancing that won an Academy Award. Again, I have a hunch you might be going what. Could I, I'll just ask the: uh, Is this from past, pre-report, pre or post two thousand? Post. Fighting. All right, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna pass. Uh, all right, go. Just tell me what it is, and then we'll we'll see where we go with this later.
1: Okay, literally every movie from two thousand two except Chicago that won.
0: Okay, so I have two thousand and two in my top five. I had two thousand two Chicago should have been Spirited Away but also could have been The Pianist or one of the other three movies too.
1: <laughs> yeah, basically Chicago's not that good. And the fact that this won a Best Picture Oscar is one of the only times in the history of the Oscars that I I genuinely just cannot put together how this happened. Like, I didn't think Catherine Zeta-Jones was brilliant. I didn't think Ronell Zellweger was brilliant. I thought Richard Gere was, was totally Richard Gere about it. Um, it's not even close to the best musical that they've ever put on film. Uh, it's not like it was pioneering. I, I just, everything about this winning a best Oscar to me, or best picture is so obnoxious. And then you look at gangs of New York or Lord of the ring, the two towers like these epic, epic movies that regardless of where you fall on, whether they were perfect or not are just so much better than this trash. I just, like, this is the one where I couldn't pick one. I just wanted to say, literally pick any other movie that was nominated or a handful of movies that weren't, and it's better
0: than Chicago. Yeah. So I agree with everything you're saying. I think, look, you were more uh, grown up for this one, but Chicago and Dances with Wolves, the same story. It was the sensational movie. You remember how popular Chicago was, right? Yeah. And you also should know, like, you can look back, because obviously we both have this week, mu- the Academy likes musicals, right? And though 2 we're still dealing with a lot of really old white dudes voting. And so I think the vote for a Chicago is a very easy vote. It it did a gr- They did a great job marketing it. The star power is amazing. Whether or not they were all the best at everything, it's almost like a phoned-it-in kind of vote. My real pick for the year, though. So, But if you had to pick one, mine is Spirited Away, specifically because there hadn't been a lot of recognition of animated films, and I think it is truly a, a breathtaking movie that sets so many new precedents on how storytelling worked. So that would have been my pick. What would have been your... Uh, you had to pick one.
1: So I'm going I'm to give you two answers. The hindsight answer is Spirited Away.
0: Okay. Um,
1: in the moment, I think... In the moment, I think you probably go with Lord of the Rings. I think you probably go Two Towers.
0: My my hunch on that. I, first of all, I love that you said that. I think my hunch on that is that they all had sort of known that they were going to do it on the last one, considering it then goes on to sweep the entire year. Like right. I, I had a hunch that, that the Academy people were like, "Yeah, we'll just we'll just do the final." Also, the fact that it did win Best Picture is amazing. Like. Like fantasy CGI movies in in two thousand two still aren't the thing. Yeah, I thought you were gonna say um, uh, Gangs in New York
1: because it's
0: again, fine, but still we we don't we we have to go all the way to six before Scorsese actually wins, and that alone, I felt like he was gonna get it somewhere since he again Goodfellas.
1: But The thing with gangs in New York so good it's a fair point. The thing with gangs in New York is it was bloat all the things that were wrong with that movie were wrong because of directing and him. Like uh, it was too long, it was everything that was good about it was the actors who I think were all not they were all at least nominated, right? Like like Leo was amazing in that, DDL is DDL, like he's he's amazing in everything he does. So, yeah, I don't know. It's it's tough. The, the my main answer is just not Chicago. Like listen, if Moulin Rouge came out in 2002 <laughs> instead of 2001, argument because Mulan Rouge was also nominated the year before and lost a beautiful mind. That one to me is totally fair. Like
0: Yeah, Moulin Rouge, remember, remember, we still have the 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 Solo Nicole factor to, to deal with there. Which I think
1: Yeah that's fair. I don't know that I would say that Solo Nicole was significantly worse in Moulin Rouge than either of
0: the two in Chicago were. No, 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 that's not my point. I think it limits the movie Moulin Rouge. Every it was a very lovable movie, but it's also flawed because the chemistry is so off between them. Like it's it's yeah. yeah. So all right. So we've now shared two out of our first two picks. Let's see how we do. Uh, I guess I'm going to promote another one from the pong into the top five. So wait, is it my? I think it's my turn again, isn't it? No, you picked Chicago because I did. Technically, I I did Birdman, and you technically did Chicago. Okay. 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 I think I think we're going to share this one. If again it depends on what kind of homework you did, but I will go. Now again, real time switching this up. Romantic bard over over. Uh, romantic bard over rescuing. Soldier, so awkward love over X Wings. Is this Andy Hall losing to Star Wars? It's not, I have that all the way down to Fast Five. This is uh, saving Private Ryan, losing to Shakespeare in Love.
1: Oh, yeah, I've got I okay, yeah, this is 98. I've got this, I've got this in my list again. I don't have a top five, so that's why like the Birdman one wasn't my top five pick, it's just a pick, but yeah, that's totally fair. Right. This is a great I I, I would agree with this.
0: This this is by the way same same category same topic Shakespeare in love huge sensation people were watching I remember I saw it in the theaters and coming out of it like why is everybody talking about this movie it's cute it's cute and uh, and and uh, Joe Fine's did a phenomenal job great cast it's a fun movie it's 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 good best picture yep. Saving Private Ryan is like the definitive war movie at this point right yep. and and when it was done. Like, Saving Forever Ivan was, just to date myself a bit, was sort of my, um, the first 10 minutes was my, hey, want to see a really good sound system in my apartment? Movie. That, sure. That, that beach scene, the first 10 minutes of that oh, movie yeah. are Yarnity. insane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. And the way the bullets are whizzing around your head, like they use sound like most movies before had not quite done mm-hmm. to, to not have, and the star power again in this movie and the plot and everything about it is a great movie. And in every way, far, far superior to Shakespeare in Love.
1: Yeah. I mean, no arguments. This is is another one of those years where I actually think of the five that were nominated, you probably could have picked any of the other four and told me it it should have beaten Shakespeare in Love. And I'd probably be like, yeah, all right, that's fair. Life is beautiful. Better movie. Thin Red Line is only not considered an amazing war movie because it literally dropped at the same time as Saving Private Ryan. But Thin, Thin Red Line is an amazing movie if you forget that it came out at the same time as <laughs> Private Ryan.
0: It's, it's probably the best ever example of actually, it'd be a great thing to go research of all the twin movies when both are actually good. Cause most yeah. of the time they're not most of the time you're either both lousy like the ones about volcanoes and, right. uh, and Mars. <laughs> but sometimes I'm trying to think offhand if I can even get one in my head. What about Paul Blart versus the other mall cop movie?
1: Yeah, I'm sure that, I mean, or that wasn't, yeah. uh, (laughs) No, no, I I know what you're talking about though, but yeah, that's usually how it works. But like Thin Red Line is one of like my favorite movies that like a lot of people haven't seen because, you know, people were just like, yeah, I love Saving Private Ryan. I'm like, yeah, but this other movie's also super good. There's also a great Thin thin Red Line story um, about Adrian Brody, like being there the whole time and like being so excited to just work with that team and all this stuff. And like he was on set for, you know, it turned into like a three year thing because that's how, you know, Rubberdew and Gessler work. And then it just didn't, he wasn't in the movie.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Interestingly, they never saw it because of the twinsies effect. I'm Same. like, saw yeah, I get it. I get it. have seen Saving Private Ryan. I've probably seen Saving Private Ryan, Normandy scene about 40 times. I've I have probably seen the whole movie twice. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That's totally fair. Yeah.
1: All right. Um, Migo. So, let's see. There's a couple... There's a year that I want to talk about, but I don't want to do that yet. So, I'm going to go um, race stuff over LGBTQ
0: plus stuff. Race stuff over LGBTQ stuff. I have a thought of what this could be. The problem is I didn't see one of the two movies, so it's hard for me to really... Talk about it. Is this also post-2000? Yeah. So I'm going to guess this is, and again, since I haven't seen the, the the winner, but I have seen, oh, no, sorry, I haven't seen the loser. Um, I'm guessing you picked 2005 Crash Beating Brokeback Mountain? Yep. Totally agreed. Without seeing it, just from knowing the buzz, knowing the people who, and I, there was no reason I didn't say it, just sort of, it was in that time I wasn't seeing a lot of movies. Um, from everything I know about it, I'm going to just pre-agree with you without having seen it.
1: Yeah, well, I'm I'm right. So in this particular instance, it's a good (laughs) idea for you. (laughs) Um, So this is sort of – there's sort of two things here. One, um, Crash is a very weird Oscar winner to me because there's a couple things about Crash that are pretty good, but there's also a fair amount about Crash that's really not. And it's one of those movies – like it's – I don't know. It's kind of like what's this is a weird analogy, but it's the only one I can think of in real time. So, like sideways, what sideways did for, or I guess basically what 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 sideways did to Pinot Noir, right? Everyone all of a sudden became a wine expert after Sideways, and they were like Merlot's terrible, and they hated all these things, and they were talking about grapes and stuff. Crash is one of those movies that I felt like for my generation, anyway like people started thinking they really understood films because they liked the movie crash. And it's because it does handle like a bunch of highly sensitive and multiple sensitive topics all at the same time, interweaving stories. It's has, you know, it's set up like it should be confusing, even though at no point is the movie actually confusing. And then I also think that Brokeback Mountain suffered from a lot of negative pushback to that movie and specifically, one scene that you know, it was it was stupid. Like it was a, it was stupid that everybody acted that way about it. And in hindsight, I think a lot of people would agree. The other thing is, if if I remember correctly, and I did not look this up, but I'm pretty sure *Brokeback Mountain* was Ang Lee. That movie is stunning. Like visually, that movie is stunning. And *Crash* was like a totally fine sort of like that kind of movie, movie. It wasn't even that particularly good of that version. It just was like a pretty fine movie. Brokeback Mountain is super, super emotional and powerful, and there's four incredible acting performances in it. Um, And it's stunning. And it's just a better movie. Like, across the board, it's a better movie.
0: My hunch is that it comes out about two years too soon to get the recognition it deserved. And so it comes out and sort of hits audiences with with a topical area that you know, we just weren't quite ready for at the time. Or I mean, uh, most audiences weren't quite ready for would probably be the right, right way to say that. And I would argue that might be this, this might be one of those movies that helped shift the narrative and the zeitgeist from like, Hey, it's not okay that we, that this is a taboo topic anymore. This is too present in society. This isn't like one random dude somewhere has got an affliction. This is like a big part of humans. And their stories need to be told and with respect and et cetera. And so I think it was the movie that broke the back of. I don't know where to go with that. But you know.
1: Well, the one the one other thing I want to say, well, it's actually like twofold. So one, everybody who is a Taylor Swift, like everyone who's a Swifty and hates Jake Gyllenhaal Hall should remind themselves that he did this movie. Because like he and Heath got It was not easy. Like there was a lot of flack and like a lot of people gave him. And the other thing I want to say is about Heath. We all remember Ledger for obvious reasons as, as the Joker, because it was such an amazing performance, but like he was also like a really brave actor. Like this was not an easy role to take. It was not an easy thing to film. I assume considering they both were straight men. Like it was a really intense thing to do and they both nailed it. And part of the reason I think this movie broke through and and did make a difference is because of who was attached to it, mm-hmm. right? Like the fact that yep. it was Ang Lee and Gyllenhaal and Ledger and Smart, like because of who was around and who, and Mulligan, like who did this, it made people pay attention to it. And it was basically like four people who are very important to my generation as far as actors standing up and saying, this is a thing that is real life and is a thing that we need to be able to discuss. I don't know. It's a really important movie. And that makes me even more mad at the Academy for picking
0: crash. And, and I only had it down in fast five only cause I had seen, uh, hadn't seen it. So it was sort That's of right. a, by rep. I, I was, this was my, like, I haven't seen it, but I don't care. That's the right one. That that movie should have won. Period. Right. Fair. All right. I'm going to go on similarly themed. Well, different theme movies, but I think a similar topic of movie that was snubbed for all the wrong reasons. So. Chauffeuring a flower. Sure. Over Moral Compass.
1: Okay. So this is Moral Compass is interesting. So it's driving Miss Daisy. So this has got to be 89. Correct. And so the one that I assumed that the one that I think is everybody sort of thinks should have won this is probably my left foot.
0: I, I think that's correct and I also think it's still wrong
1: okay go ahead so which one is it what what, what else was a moral, what was a moral compass?
0: this is the problem with 1989 this movie doesn't get nominated so okay. there's a very very important movie from 1989 you know it well and one of the most important directors of our times who at this point was fully snubbed and has still been mostly snubbed throughout his career is this Mac and me no I'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> it is uh, the movie is Do the Right Thing.
1: Oh, God. okay, yeah, okay, yeah. Do the right thing.
0: Ooh, snub, is a, snubbed,
1: snub, snub, snubbed.
0: Not even nominated. And look, I could probably argue that Driving Miss Daisy and My Left Foot are more classically done movies, and they are, and they're well told stories. Look, Driving Miss Daisy was my favorite movies in the '90s. I rewatched it a few times. Way too many considering like I was a teenage guy like, oh, I like to watch Morgan Freeman drive cars. Um, I don't know. Actually, that movie really, it really hit me in a way. I think it was my first kind of waking up to things movie because I hadn't seen Do the Right Thing at that point in my life. Uh, Also, interestingly, by the way, 1989, I would have even put Glory ahead of Driving Miss Daisy as far as uh, staying on top of things. But going back to it, Do the Right Thing is Spike Lee's not technical debut movie, but you know, his first big movie. And he basically starts off by, by saying, like, this movie's not going to get recognized, etc. doesn't. Um, and to, to this point has been criticizing Hollywood, thankfully, like, in, in, in all the right ways. Like, I'm so glad that he's done that. He's been so important for so many voices. But if we go all the way back to it, until 1989, until Do the Right Thing comes out, Let's be let's be honest. There's not there was not a, a, a white guy who had any idea what life in the ghetto or the hood or whatever version of this wherever this country is. We had no clue. This is a massive wake up, colleague. Like, driving Miss Daisy is reminding of us a story we all had heard in high school, which is racism in the south in the fifties and forties and 30s or whatever it was taking place was bad. We know that. We didn't know in 1989 that life in Brooklyn, in Queens, in East LA, etc., was awful for quite a lot of people, and this kicks off Carpenter's work. This kick off all sorts of other bodies of work that that are super important stories that have been told since. And yeah, I, I can go on for a while here. And not only that, the filmmaking style that Spike Lee does, the in-your-face camera effects, the use of music—there had never been movies like this. I think. I think. Do the Right Thing begets us movies like uh, everything Tarantino then goes off and does with the way he uses music. You know, the only comp I would say is actually Back to Scorsese's, you, the way he approached music and films as well. But, but Do the Right Thing is loud. It's in your face and it's angry and it's violent and it's honest. So, anyhow, I don't want to rant too much more about this, but that's uh, that is probably what I would call the biggest overall snub of the whole darn thing.
1: I, uh, yeah. Okay. I agree. I mean, I I have no, (laughs) yeah, just yes. Yep.
0: That's right. Thank you very much. I'll I'll step down from the podium and we will continue on with with this show.
1: Yeah. I don't really want to get on the same podium. I think I'll just stay in my seat and talk because that's a good point. It's true. Like I'm actually kind of bummed out. I I missed that. Um, And it's because my research didn't really think about what else was out that year. I was literally just looking at the list of who
0: was around. Uh, But that's a really, really, really good point. Yeah, that's great. I benefited from, you know, my famous little list where the first thing I went to do was go look at all the movies I've rated very highly and then co- compare them against others. And by the way, I have many other cases of this. And then I really had to kind of sit back down and say, well, is it actually like a better movie? Like, really? Is it really actually better? Just because I love it doesn't make it better, etc." Right. And so most of the movies got recut back off except for do the right thing.
1: Okay. I like it. Okay, so my next one I think might start fights with your friends and your generation, but I don't care. Okie dokie.
0: Let's hear what you got.
1: Okay. Um, so this is Punched Meat over History Guys.
0: <laughs> uh, punched Meat... Punched me. What is punched? This is like Raging Bull or something, or Rocky? Rocky? History Guys. Okay, so Rocky is 76. Uh huh. 78, 76. 76. Um, History Guys in 76 means it's not Heaven's Gate. Oh my goodness. It's not is that a pun on the title or the or the more of the plot?
1: Uh it's more of the well, they're they are important historical figures. It was a better way to say it, maybe.
0: Okay. So important what 76. What movie is this? Uh you're gonna say it, I'm gonna be like, of course it's that. All right, JT, what of course is it? Uh, All the President's Men. Ah. Yep. That's a good that's a good one. It's a good movie too. So I haven't seen he, it in a long long time, but it's a good 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 call Here's my larger point. Rocky's a good movie.
1: Mhm. Period. <laughs> like it's not a great movie. It's iconic, right? I get it. But like it's not a great movie. It's
0: a good movie. Let me let me give a mild adjustment, if I may. Sure. Rocky just plain didn't age as well as it should have. It's sure. there's some mild sloppiness around the edges of the movie that make it sorta hard to hold up. And I think I think it's funny that both this and Raging Bull are so the two iconic boxing movies. Somewhere in the nineties, I think as the DVD era starts taking over. Both movies start going, you start putting them into that, like, do I really want to watch all of this again? Right? Like, do I want to watch two more hours of, you know, the good guy getting the crap beat out of them for quite some time, you know, a little comeuppance. Because then I think movies like your, your late eighties into the nineties sports movies start showing up where they're just a little more complete. And I think, it was a great movie until we showed ourselves that we could make great movies and that that's when I'll agree with you is I'll say. First of all, I have no problem taking away the best picture not here, but I think this is one of those of the time it was probably the right call, I think. so. It's a good it's a really good one buddy to really this is this is my favorite thing you've brought up because it's it's not easy.
1: Right. Well, so here's why. So I picked all the president's men. Let me give you the other three, because I think of the other three, two of them I'm familiar with enough to say that I think probably also should have beat Rocky. So bound for glory. I'm not super familiar with that movie. Never saw it. Okay. Network. Amazing. 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 Taxi driver.
0: Oh, Dude. yeah. So it's taxi driver.
1: Right, well, like, again, I was stuck between Taxi Driver and All the President's Men. All the President's Men, because of the topic, because of how well they handled it, because of... Dude, it's Redford and Hoffman. Like, it's just... I mean, it's so well done. And, by the way, that movie oddly holds up. Even though it's old as whatever, it feels like a period piece. And the reason it holds up is because it was so well done then, right, that it was like it doesn't need anything now. Whereas Rocky Shore would have benefited from whatever. I don't know. I, I... listen I love Rocky I like I like it it's a, i love it it's a fun movie to watch the whole series in at different moments is fun but I think you said it best in different moments as a film yeah. best picture in that year get out of here just no hard stop
0: <laughs> yeah it's it's interesting I can see why it wins because of it because of the because he because rocky doesn't win is why the movie won by the way
1: a hundred percent Culture impact. Up. I get it. Yeah. I totally get yeah. it. Right? Like it's iconic, and and none of those other movies are iconic. Maybe Taxi Driver is on the edge,
0: but like I don't know. Oh no, Taxi Driver is iconic. Taxi Driver is more so is than very Rocky. different, differently, different, different. It's you can't compare the two in any way.
1: Okay, like, I'm fine with that. Yeah,
0: but I think. The only thing I think now, now that you made me really think, because it's funny when I went through the years, I, I must have just looked at Rocky and be like, "Yeah, it's Rocky," and not really thought about it. So I'm glad you brought it up. I think though, Network would probably be the one I'd really come out and say that's the best picture of that year. I think. so
1: I think we could do a whole podcast on this year because I can make an argument. We'd have to watch Bound for Glory, watch all five of these movies, and then rank all five of these movies from best to worst as a film because, like, that would, would be that. interesting. Because genuinely, I can make an argument right now for everything but Rocky and bound for glory.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That'd be an interesting whole thing is just start going through some of these movies that neither of us had ever seen and be like, this is up for best picture. It can't suck. You right. Know? Or actually we should do some retro, some
1: years in review because I have one year that I would really like us to talk about, but let's keep moving.
0: Oh, I have a year to get to, but, it's, but it doesn't come until a little further down the list. So my last, this is my last or second to last.
1: I, I can't tell. Anymore.
0: Well, cause we're doing a lot of overlap. So whatever. We'll, uh, We'll start with this one. Um, now that I'm reducing the less words, uh, Jerry's friend squared over sorry Seinfeld's friend squared over. Uh, um, um, Ragnarok present so this is when
1: Kramer over when Kramer versus Kramer beat um Thor today
0: why would Ragnarok? oh yeah Ragnarok's right because Ragnarok's a word for end of the world
1: Duh, doomsday apocalypse now
0: Oh, Apoc- apocalypse now came out the same year wow that's I didn't know that those were the same year okay I mean Yeah, that's solid. Don't get me wrong. Again, actually, this isn't quite the sensation thing. Although Kramer vs. Kramer is big. It's big enough to tell you that six-year-old me knew about Kramer versus Kramer. I didn't see it at that age, of course, but I was aware of it. It's like one of those movie posters that was everywhere while I went to see Apocalypse Now with my dad. Uh, just kidding. Six-year-old me did not see Apocalypse Now in the theater either. <laughs> I have a much, much better father than that. He took me to Educating Rita. Anyhow. Um <laughs> <laughs> I don't think anybody knew at the time, but it certainly wasn't, you know, Star Wars, although he did take me to Star Wars so. There you go. But Apocalypse Now, I mean, how is this not the best picture of that year? It's so crazy as a movie. Okay. It's, it's, it's like an insane movie, right? Okay, and and the topic, it, it's early for Vietnam War movies. It's early for those stories to start coming out, but it's so important. And I'll look back to it again. I'm going to assume you do not override this one, but Casablanca wins in 43. It actually comes out in the middle of World War II. That's so, always been the weirdest thing about that movie to me. And this this yeah. has a
1: this very similar flavor to that.
0: That's right. And this is just a few years after Vietnam War. It certainly picks up on the bead of the controversy of it. There's a whole thing about how Kurtz is really uh, um, uh, John Wayne's character from... from which movie was it? Oh my gosh, Colonel, whatever. It's the there's this whole thing that Brando's character is actually John Wayne's character, like spiritual, like twenty years later, you know, et cetera. Cool. Um, and it, it's an amazing filmmaking endeavor, and especially when you know how troubled it was. And my hunch is this is that same issue. The known troubled filmmaking is probably what took away its award. That'd be my hunch. But the final product is so intense and so amazing. And again, so different for filmmaking at the time. And it's almost like Kramer versus Kramer is just sort of the safe bet, right? It's like, it's it's one year later. It's like the rock. Oh no, it's three years later, but it's like the Rocky bed. It's like, that was a good movie. Like, well yeah. done. Great acting. Everything done it tight. It's good. But who cares? You got Apocalypse Now on the on the other side to look at. And you've got insanity at all, in all fronts. One of Brando's finest performances in every way. And that's a hard thing to say because he's Brando. Duval, Yeah. I mean, Jed Bartlett's in it. What do you want? (laughs) Jed Bartlett. Yeah, that's great. (laughs) So that's my. uh, that was another one of my important things. It's interesting because it's the second war movie on my list. And I'm not actually a huge war movie guy. No, you're not. If you're going to be, like, name – if we're going to do top five war movies, they're probably going to have Apocalypse Now and Saving Private Ryan on those lists. Yeah. Probably. Yeah, I think that's totally fair. That's totally fair.
1: All right. Uh, my next one, uh,
0: sick Brit over cold murder. <laughs> so this is definitely the English patient, which I which I caught when I was looking through the list. But I don't I, – I didn't have an issue with it. So I don't know – Cold murder. Cold so murder that has, is that what
1: you said? Yep, cold murder. That's more about plot than it is uh title. So English
0: patient, what are we in? 97? 96? 96. 96. 96. movies. Let's see. This is after those two. What was big in 96? It's probably a movie I love and I'm just not I'm just blanking on it. Cold murder. Cold murder. I hope you love. Does that have it. to do with actually temperature, or does it have to do with more of like icy revenge or something both? Like that? <laughs> oh, really? Uh, a murder in the cold. Fargo. Yep. Yes. Yeah, I thought about that. It's actually it's in my notes of like, and then I kind of came back to it. it's like you know, English Patient's a great movie, and Fargo's a weird movie, but I lo- again I love it, and I'm with you, but I I. I didn't have as much issue, but I want to hear your case. Let's go.
1: Well, so here's – basically, you just made my case. Like, I I, I feel the same way about this as you do. The English Patient is a perfectly fine, very well done movie. It's tight. It's It's great. Really well acted. It's beautifully shot. Whatever. Fargo was just so different and so interesting and also still tight and visually appealing, which is really hard to do when basically your backdrop is white snow. I don't know. It's just something about Fargo. Now, listen. I like you know Ethan Cohen. I'm a Cohen guy. Like I like that weird stuff. Uh, I wouldn't argue that that the the later stuff deserves the same nods. But Fargo was kind of the first time that you see this thing and go, well, you know. That's different. But then you watch it again and you go, actually, this is really good. And then you watch it again you're like, I still want to watch this. It's it's getting better. Like, you pick up on all this, like, sort of nuanced stuff and, I don't know, to me it's just, it's just cool. And it's, it's some, it's like one of my it's hard for me to pick my favorite Coen Brothers, but like, I think it's probably there.
0: I don't think this is my favorite Coen Brothers. That's, uh, that's Lebowski straight up. But... I think this is probably, from a filmmaking perspective, it's probably their best actual work, I think. Yeah, that's 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 kind of
1: more what I mean. Like, Big Lebowski is my favorite movie they've done. But if I had to pick, like, what I think is, like, if I had to say, if someone said, show me what the Coen brothers are capable of, because we're going to greenlight another project, if it's good, I'm showing them (laughs) Fargo.
0: I I think that's true. I, 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 I think I would do the same thing. Especially because Lebowski is, is slightly polarizing. Like, people don't like it. People don't like it, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that your uh, friend there in the uh, wood chipper?
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's just, I just really like it. It's just such a good flick, man. It's such a good flick. Yeah.
0: All right. I So I think we're into Pong. It's hard to track because we had some overlap in picks. Sure, whatever. I'm just going to – yeah, we'll, we'll talk a little less about these. That's what we do. Our top five are the top five. And then we hit Pong. We, we go a little shorter – More to the point, so I. This is where I'll I'll go straight to it. This is my the controversial year for me. Okay, it's the the first movie. So I'll do the what I'll I'll try the same thing though over the over, and then I'll tell you why else. So disappeared in breeze, over, over, man. Visits capital.
1: So man visits capital is the one that lost, but should have won. I think so. I don't know what this is. Disappears in breeze. So it's gone with the wind. Oh, gone with the wind. Sorry. Okay. Gone with the wind. And um, I don't know what this beat. Uh, Mr. Smith
0: goes to Washington. Oh, that's, that's a, so, those so, were good clues. Uh, so 1939 is insane. This is the same year. Not only these two, Wizard of Oz is in this year. Uh, and and like four others that you've heard of. And you're like the like stagecoach, I think. Or not stagecoach. Uh, yeah, stagecoach, Rice way, and Mann, yeah. Wuthering Heights. Wow, that's a good. Wow. Well, <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Right? Like insane. Yeah. Insane. Uh, but I think Mr. Smith goes to Washington. A, it obviously holds up better. But even even regardless of that, I just still think it's a better movie.
1: Okay, so I'm going to go with my year one then, um, and the one that I will give you to start with is. <laughs> I feel bad saying this. But whatever, dumb guy over bad guys. Dumb guy over bad guys. Who's a dumb guy? Also, dumb guy over captured guys. Is this?
0: I know. Is this raid man? <laughs> No, he's not dumb. But although I would have felt, I feel equally bad. So, I'll well, just you said you it. felt bad. That that's why I always was giving you the way out of that one.
1: Yeah. Well, so in 1994, the year like 1994 has got Forrest oh. Gump, Pulp Fiction, and Shawshank.
0: So I wrote. So I have a thing at the end here. I have this begrudgingly okay with list that I yep. was that I was going to bring up, and that's that's my. I am begrudgingly okay that Forrest Gump truly was an amazing movie, and. So was Pulp Fiction.
1: Yeah, and for me, so was Shawshank Redemption. Like, it's one of those things where all three of those, I just don't, like, if you tell me, like, when when I read Forrest Gump 1, I go, all right. And then I think about it for a minute. I'm like, I really don't know. And then, like, 10 minutes later, I'm like, nah, it's probably fine. Like, 94 for me, and again, 94 is like, I'm I'm nine, but, like, I've since rewatched all of these movies. It's just I'm squarely in the none of it feels that all of them should have won. Like they just, they, right. all of them should have gotten something because none of them are, are significantly better than the other, but all three of them in the pantheon of amazing movies is in the conversation of like AFI top 100. You know what I mean? Like that's a
0: really right. weird year. <laughs> yeah. Shawshank might have to be the winner. I don't know. Um, it's hard. I, know. I can't, I can't it's do, a, do a, it. It's a good one. Yeah. All right. Here's my next one. I, I actually, this was one of mine. Like I have no five words for you. It was, was kind of what I was going to say. So we'll just remain with that. Over freed man. I have no words for you over freed man. All right. Jason and the over freed man. Giant Peach. Jason, not James.
1: Oh, is that James? Jason and the freed. I, I said, I'm not picking this up. Just go with it.
0: Jason and the Argonauts. Oh, so Argo. Sure. Oh, Argo. Oh, I might I might disagree with you on this. Over Django Unchained.
1: Yeah, t- it's tight, but Argo was really good.
0: You know, it was. I gave it's in my IMDB list, it's either a nine or a ten. That's how it got here. And Django Unchained was a was A more important. B had some iconic performances. True. C is you know, I you're going to watch it again. You're going to watch Django Unchained at least one more time. You will probably not rewatch Argo. Because it's <laughs> it's a fine story. It's a good, don't get me wrong, great story. Go Canada. But Django Unchained, I think, is just a little more important of a movie at that time. Just just a thing.
1: Yeah, I think in hindsight, I think Green Book is the worst example of that. But like, I think in hindsight, yeah. um, you're right. At the time, though, I can see it. Uh, my next one would be oddball war movie over
0: nice woman. Oddball war movie. Oddball war movie over nice.
1: Oh, sorry. Actually, I have, it's, I have a... it's, it's the other way around. It's
0: nice woman over
1: oddball war movie.
0: Wait. So which was the winner? Nice woman was the winner. Nice woman was the winner. Over oddball war movie. Nice woman. A nice woman. It's funny, because when you were doing the other way, I thought you're, I thought the one you thought should have won was Eric Brockovich, because it didn't win. <laughs> right, it should have, though. So, what's a nice woman in a, is a movie? I don't know, Misery? What no, this
1: is um, My Fair Lady beating Dr. Strangelove, or How I Learned to Stop Worrying About and Love the
0: Uh It's funny, in my Fast Five, I have My Fair Lady, but my pick for the year was actually not Dr. Strangelove, which which I hadn't owed it, was uh, Mary Poppins.
1: Yeah, for you I can actually it's funny when I saw that I was like, I bet Jeremy thinks Barry Poppin should have won this year.
0: <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, form of liquid against me Harding. Uh
1: so this is uh, shape of water. Yeah. And it you me hard oh um I can't remember the uh, I can't remember the name. What yeah,
0: is it? I Tanya. I, Tanya. Yeah. Funny, this year, uh,
1: I actually think three billboards outside having I mean, Missouri should have won.
0: Yeah, I didn't see that one. And Doug <laughs> Shape of Water was great. I loved it. And I love uh, I loved Del Toro's work. But I, Tanya, was what blew my mind while I was watching it. But like a story that you, you go into that movie, if you haven't, have you seen it? What? I, Tanya? No, I actually haven't seen I, Tanya yet. You sort of go in that movie like, oh, I kind of know. It's the Tanya Harding story, and I kind of vaguely remember that from the Olympics or whatever, and how could interesting could this be? Margot Robbie is phenomenal in it. So is C.J. Craig, and the whole movie is just amazing, and you have to watch it because it's far, far better than anything you think it would be. C. Yes, C. if you were in the West Wing, your name <laughs> is your character name. I don't care who, what actor you are.
1: No, you're right. I agree with you. All right, I think my last, sort of my last one um, was creator – over Matthew
0: sport guy Moneyball is the the loser yep. one but creator uh bruce almighty so,
1: no it was the, it's very funny it was the artist and the artist is one of those examples ah, of when i yep. feel like the academy went she she it, like just like trying to be fancy yep. and everyone's like why is
0: the artist when money balls a great movie <laughs> you're totally right on this this one's totally agree I had this down. It's like I saw it. And I was like, "Meh, whatever." It's it's fine. I was kind of like, "It's it's a fine pick," but I think yeah. you're right. Uh, I have two left to go, so somehow we're out of sync here. So the first one is a uh, big ship over uh, positive intention. Oh,
1: Titanic beating anything in the year Titanic came out. Goodwill Hunting, in particular. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Yeah, it's totally fair. Yeah. Um, I do have another one. I mean, I have more. I was just kind of acquiescing to time. Uh, so a very quick one is <laughs> painful storage over
0: <laughs> uh, righteously weird people. This is Hurt Locker, but I'm not sure what your other one is. Inglorious. Uh, oh, Little Miss Sunshine. Inglorious Bastards. Inglorious Bastards. Yeah, fair enough. I think it's a heart. I think Inglorious Bastards is fun, but I think it's hard. I- I don't have a problem with taking away from Hurt Locker. I don't know that that's where I go to, and I don't have the list in front of me, but uh, I think it's a fair call. Yeah. Last, So this is my last one with clues, and we'll go to Fast Five. So Normal Folks over Revenge of Bad Guys. I don't know. Normal Folks is Ordinary People, which beat uh, Empire Strikes Back, which I do think should have been an Oscar contender. It's just I know it's a sci-fi sequel, but it doesn't matter. It's... It was just an amazing movie.
1: Yeah, that's fair. All right, just move into yours, and then I'll give you my last view.
0: Okay, fast five. So I am 64, My Fair Lady over Mary Poppins. Uh, the one that I think most people would argue with me is 07, No Country for Old Men, uh, beating Ratatouille, which I actually would firmly place as my best picture that year. I agree. 1941, How Green is My Valley, which I've not seen, so I can't say is unfair, except what it did beat was Citizen Kane, which Ooh. even though it does not hold up, et cetera, is still absolutely the best picture of that year yeah that's right uh and then you mentioned 77 any hall versus star wars i have as a i think so and then i had that uh, crash broke back so those are my those last ones
1: yeah so what i had is i had uh star wars i had 82 um et instead of gandhi it's tough oh no I...
0: no 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 really oh no no never mm-hmm Really? First of all, you know I don't love E.T. as much as most people do, I but know. I also know how amazing Gandhi is, and I've seen it a few times, and there's no way I'm touching that, that pick. Gandhi okay. holds up.
1: All right. I'll let, I'll allow that. I uh, will
0: sit down quietly and not eat until you change your mind.
1: Yeah, I see what you did there. Uh, 2018 Black's clan, Black Klansman should have beat Green Book, and it's, it's, just, it's just not close. Uh, and then Fair. I think everything else that I had you have already talked about, so I'm done.
0: All right, I want to I want to. I, I want you to hear my list of the begrudgingly okay with was ninety four sure. uh, Forrest Gump over Pulp Fiction. Yep, Brave Braveheart over The Usual Suspects in ninety five. Even okay. though Braveheart doesn't hold up, it was just it was something special at the time. The one I really thought would be worthy of a discussion, but we don't, we're at the time is nineteen seventy four, Godfather Part Two, my yep. possibly my favorite movie of all time, against Chinatown. Which so is a very non-favorite, but so amazing. That year is the one that I have after. That's another one where I think we could go
1: all because it's Godfather Part Two, it's Chinatown, it's the Conversation, it's Towering Inferno. I know. And then Lenny, too, which is also in its own right, really it doesn't belong in though with those four, but like that's a wild year, dude. <laughs> like a wild Unreal. year.
0: 57 Bridge on the River Kwai versus 12 Angry Men. Yeah. 54 on the waterfront versus the seven samurai sure. and 2000 gladiator over almost famous.
1: Yeah. Okay. Those are all. Yeah. I think that's all fair. All that's fair. It's a good list. Uh, all that's of them is a good list. This is fun. We, we're we going to do this more. I like this. This is a good time. I like this. This over this is an, is a thing that we should do and putting it in top five formats, is a good time. So we'll do more of these. Yeah. If you have any that you want us to do, holla at your boys. Uh, Otherwise, we are very grateful for you. We hope that you made it out of the Oscars and the Grammys uh, injury-free. Not true for everybody. I had to do one. I had to do one. I'm sorry. I'm sorry.
0: We're going to get snubbed for that.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Uh, If you've got anything that you want us to do next week, let us know. Otherwise, we're going to surprise you, which we love to do. Hey, go play Movie Dome. Bye. You should be
0: the best. Better than all the rest Better than anyone, Anyone I've
1: ever met